Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> yeah. You have now entered SC 101, the squared circle. You got your man, Mr. Bling Bling, cause I'm charm. Sonny L. Now with me, he loves the Nats. He's a diehard Redskins fan, no matter how offensive. But won't move back to DC as long as Doggy Style's illegal. My man Shooter, how you doing? <laughs> That's actually a real law, though, man. That That's is a real law, day. right? That's why he. The ladies call Mumbo Sauce. Now let's get this shit started, man. The champ is here. Are you ready to get it hyped? Man, you already know, baby. I'll hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Circle 101. Or hit us up on Twitter at TalkingSmack101. Make sure you stalk us on Instagram as well. And feel free to troll us. We want to be trolled. We want to feel famous. We like it too. Now let's talk about IamRCF.com. Forge last contact. Do the two-week trial. If you're anywhere in Western Washington, if you think you're better, be better with the best. Three years running. King 5 Evening Magazine. My man Shooter can't keep his shirt on. I'm telling you. He just walks around buff. They changed the laws from no shoes, no shirt, no service, unless you're Shooter. You like that, right? You like that. Now that I'm feeling good, man, what you got? You can make me feel a little bit better. Man, kind of, man. Honestly, to tell you the truth, I wasn't even really, uh, I wasn't really prepared, man. Shout out to <laughs> IamRCF.com forward slash contact. Do the two-week trial. Make sure you check them out. My man Low over there, they getting bigger. They going to a bigger and better places and doing bigger things just like we are. Now, how'd you like that intro though? You like yeah, that? Yeah, I like that, man. Momentum is a cruel mistress. She can change on the drop of a dime by a simple mistake, man. Yeah, I met that, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, I like man, that. I don't know if you uh, you understand what that means, man. It's like you can go 100 miles an hour, man, but if uh, if you make one mistake, man, that can throw your whole regiment off, man. So be careful in the speed and where you're going, man. You, slow and steady will always win the race, man. Yes, be careful with the speed and get very addicted to it. I agree. <laughs> no, I like that. That's a good intro. It's a very good intro. Momentum is a cruel mistress because it's easy to get misdirected off that path. Yeah. Especially when things start going good. I like it a lot. I like Thank it you, man. I appreciate it, man. This That's is show 56. 56, man. That sounds like a horrible rap name. 56. Man, there Chindan. you go. Chindan, man. JB Spoove. Hey, yo, how long do you think until we get a sponsorship from Corona? I mean, uh, for Jameson or uh, Crown Royal? One of those two are at least Mangria. At least Mangria, Jameson, or Crown Royal. Any hey, anybody you guys listening, man. That's what we do every show, man. But uh, we got, these are my kind of favorite shows, man. We got some big fights that came up, but not a lot more news than anything because I'd like to really discuss, and it's how you get into depth with, mm-hmm. with boxing, man. It's one thing to just watch it and then see the fights and then you forget about the fights, man. But where it happens, all the behind-the-scenes stuff is actually what intrigues me more than the fights almost, man. It's, boxing is probably the first fantasy football or fantasy basketball league that you could be uh-huh. in you know you talk about matchups or what this guy can do versus you know you talk about more intriguing matchups that way than almost any other sport before you know, this fantasy league got started up man so like yeah. i love i love going behind the well, scenes and, actually and it's talking more entertaining to me personally too because when you do things like that and those uh, those kind of comparisons that's not like an actual fantasy league thing you think about those what if fights and a lot of those what if fights are going to be possible fights that we will experience or that are that we can make during our lifetime yeah and uh, especially now too. So yep. like, um, 
we said it a thousand times. Mayweather's always brought up damn near every episode, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, he held boxing hostage for a long time. Still long holding time. boxing, ho- still holding boxing hostage right now, though. But once that happens, that's when some of these O's have got to go. So. Now we might come across a new hostage situation because I think she's gonna be holding on to these belts for a long time. Yeah, we may be. We may Clarissa be. Clarissa Shields. Oh, also make sure we uh, get in there. The um, the first person whose O's got to go. We did uh, we didn't talk about that. Make sure you write that like down, that. man, like so we that. can cover that uh, a little bit later, though. But um, if you guys don't know, we uh, Clarissa Shields just fought this past weekend versus Nikki Adler, and this girl is good. This girl's really good, man. Clarissa Shields, man, she came out. It's one of those things, kind of like a Vasily Lomachenko came out. Uh, highly touted, um, great amateur background, um, and when they started. It was more of this person is supposed to be great, and they did not fail in the same avail. So, and she just gets better and better because you see how big Nikki Adler yeah, was yeah, compared she's to her. Bigger, she's bigger than and her, and she was just shook. You know, I love there's certain. Um, I would. I, love fight, how we I would always, not fight Clarissa Shields at all. At all. Yeah, I would I, either too, man. You would have her by about thirty contact. pounds. Um, I would probably weight the same. <laughs> And I would not f with her at all. Not so it's um it's funny because like we always you know that's the reason why we record and we film every single fight that comes out too and it, you know you put that in the archives that's how you learn from if there's something you can learn from this Clarissa Shields uh, Nikki Adler fight let your hands go because because right. <laughs> every single one of the punches damn near landed on Nikki Adler's face man just let she, <laughs> did, she not, did not just just ones and twos and it just had a whole bunch of hooks in there too yeah. so man she looked great phenomenal. Um, it's gonna be interesting because this is a this is a big talent in the women division for boxing itself, um, and more are starting to emerge. We've had Heather Hardy, of course, is one that we'll talk about, and then there's a new one that I can't think of her name right now that Top Rank just signed. So we're starting to see a lot more of attention towards it. Um, and I don't know. Let me rephrase this because I don't know. Maybe maybe I could be wrong. Maybe the talent's been there, but now we're starting to see it's televised. Man. See it's I televised think, uh, and appreciated more because I don't want to I don't want to put down any current female champions or any out there because I, I don't want to fight none of these women. So I, 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 I would get a beating and a domestic charge. So I remember years ago, years ago, around when Tyson was at the height uh, of his career and watching Holy... <laughs> not, not the height, the, uh, the reign. My of bad, his, my his, bad. <laughs> no, but I remember... Um, Always forget her name, but they called her the coal miner's daughter. Man, she was she was oh, in there. You, I want to say Chrissy Martin. It it could have been. It could have been. This was like this was this literally like twenty years ago. Expertise. This no, is no, like no, no, really no. like twenty years ago, man. And I remember she was pay per view. That's how yeah. she would like be on the undercards. She was on pay per view because she brought that kind of brawling and that mentality. Every time you see when the people who don't, I would say the people who converted over to MMA or they what's like, that name say. Christy Adley, coal miner's daughter, man. You're a hey, once again, Sonny Ill proves that he is the house. A, I'm the, the, I'm the house idiot, historian. He's a house idiot historian. savant. Like he's kind of retarded and kind of slow, but you know what? He gets it right though, man. What? Everything my big ball. <laughs> Everything my big ball. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but <laughs> no, but like we say it a thousand times, man. Nick, uh, women boxing is always great. It's the people who I say converted over to MMA who won't have that bloodlust mm-hmm. or the people who don't like the really the tactical side of boxing. Mm-hmm. Watch women's boxing. Really, because you will always get because you will always get a brawl. You will always get somebody. Somebody's either getting knocked out yep. or they're going to the bone. Everyone, it's, it's nothing tactical. It's even it's what, like, and this is one of those things. Actually, yeah, this is gonna be horrible to say this. I guess so. <laughs> Go <laughs> ahead, just. Them. But I mean, this is one of those things. Where even like with UFC, right? And it, even at like high school, 
you had no problem watching two females fight. They went at it. They went at they, it. You know right? what? And you know what is. Was you know, terrible. It's terrible to say as many fights as I've seen in my life, and not not boxing. As many street fights as I've seen mm-hmm. in my life, it's always been the female fights that have been better. Oh, of course. Every, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, <laughs> you get a fight and a titty, my papa. You know what I'm saying? Most. And you know what's funny is most guys can't fight. That's the funny. That oh, it's yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. It's oh, a yeah. lot of it's a lot of machismo and it's a lot of machismo. Uh, yeah, a lot of machismo and a lot of hey man, I'm bigger, I'm rougher. But when it comes to women, women, and it's just like it's just like anything. Whether it's at work, whether it's, you know, unless they're really, really, really overly too pretty or cute. Mm-hmm. Women go harder in everything that men don't. We oh, just kind of have this yeah. step back more of a lackadaisical when it comes to that. Women, when it's come to, hey, this is you versus her and you need to win this. Women go harder for anything. I always tell everybody, hey, shoot it. Why you got so many homegirls? I'm like, man, because you know what? I have a better chance of a homegirl coming to pick me up when I'm stranded in Sunny Ill over here, man. Oh, you know so that. He, you, know, so he like, you know that ain't he, true, man. Hey. <laughs> You know, you know damn well that is not true. Nah, no, nah, I would not with you, man. But a lot of the times, yes, it is. Man. Yeah, no, I, I, I get exactly what you're saying. I, I know what you're saying, man. Because when, when I had the incident happen at the Cowboy Club, a homegirl picked me up. See? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was there with my homeboys. <laughs> For real, though. You know what I'm saying? But uh, shout out to Clarissa Shields and another victory. I continue. You know, it's always good when you can get in on the ground floor on a, on a new fighter and you can watch their career. Uh, just blossom to what it is, man. You don't get many times. You don't get many times. The only person I can think of that I've gotten on the ground floor to being able to watch it is like Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah. Like somebody in my lifetime where I get to see them person actually bloom. And now it's like a. Uh, this is this is where I got blessed with uh, living in Las Vegas. You know what I'm saying? But because with, with of pops, man. Well, like, because of that, I didn't become an NFL fan until. 26, 27, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, that, and that's where I'm blessed, and that's why I'm a, a little bit ahead of the curve. That's why when people say they know and want to talk boxing, I have to tell them, slow down. Slow down. Slow your yeah. roll, homie. Uh-huh. Slow your roll. I, I've, I've met the greats. I've <laughs> been to Hall of Fame induction parties. I, I've, I've watched the greats growing up, so let's, let's slow down a little bit. Don't, don't, don't let the pretty face fool you and think I don't know boxing physically or mentally. All right? Now let's talk about while we're on the subject, we'll talk about Heather Hardy. Um, great female isn't this, fighter. Isn't this Clarissa Shields, this, who she's on a collision course to end up fighting? Pretty much. They, it, it looks like it could happen. I think Clarissa Shields is a little bit bigger than Heather Hardy, but there was just a great article I read. I'm going to put it on our page so everybody can check it out. It's called The Fight Lady, and it's a little bit about her story. You know what I'm saying? That was a pretty crazy story, right? Yeah. Um, go ahead. List off. Um, so what they said about uh, Heather Hardy, she was... Um, she was raped before uh, she was a teenager um, by a local drug dealer there. And then uh, she was divorced and she was married and divorced before she could finish college. Yep. Uh, single parent. I was just going over the article just off the top of my head. Uh, single parent. Um, then started uh, boxing on a regular after yep. that or something yeah. like that, man. Well, she's so, an like, undefeated boxer, and I believe I'm an undefeated MMA fighter. She's been on Bellator. I think she's like 20 and 0 or something, like, boxer, that. Or something like that. Yeah, insane. But, yeah, but um, Man, she bad. she clar- she uh, clarifies herself as she's a fighter, not a boxer. Mm-hmm. And we kind of went over this in the last episode. You kind of have uh, boxer punchers, and you got puncher boxers. Then you got boxers and fight. Boxing is more of a a tactical uh, sport. It's just. You know, you're just a lot of thought for the fighters. It's just, hey, man, this is my goal is to win, and I'm do that by any means necessary. So she said her the way that she not necessarily grew up, but everything that's happened to her in her life, that's what uh, put her into this direction of yep. uh, being a champion. It was like a this. great article, and I suggest everybody read it because can you name any male crossover fighters right now that currently is active in two sports? And the last one I can think of was... James <laughs> Tony. 
last successful one was Deion Sanders. Oh, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson, Deion yeah, Sanders. Deion Sanders, <laughs> so uh, crossover sport like that. Um, James Tony did it, but because of them, they don't want to let fighters minute, back say, in there. Did you say successful? Yeah, Deion oh. Sanders. Tim Tebow won a playoff game, and right now he's doing all right in minors. And once he makes it to the majors, baby. Until then, <laughs> still he still he sells tickets, so... Sure does, man. You all right? Hey, what's wrong with you, man? My your contacts allergy, are killing me. contacts? Just cataracts? My, cat, my cataracts. I need to smoke a little bit. But let's talk about one of the things in fantasy that we talk about is, you know, matchups. This is a matchup that probably should have got made about five, six, seven, eight years ago. Before uh, both of these guys had 18 combined losses? Yes. Mauricio O'Hara <laughs> and... Herrera and Jesus Soto Carras. And Jesus we, Soto Carras. So both of these guys are veterans. They've been in this game for years. We... Um, this was actually watching this fight. It is very rarely that I get a lost or attributed to or shortened of words on how I can describe a fight. This one just ended up being just a slugfest. Yeah. And then it was kind of those you can't really sit there and take notes. You just have to kind of watch and what to see how the momentum of the fight is going, man. No, it was exactly. It was too close to judge. I thought maybe a draw sounded right, but majority decision went to Mauricio Herrera. Um, Majority, though my yeah. only issue, issue with this fight is that this is probably not going to lead to any other fights in the future for either one of these guys. Not televised. I think this is kind of like a, a farewell for kind of both of them. I think they should take advice of some of the current fighters we've seen do, and that's it's maybe walk away. Now, at the same, we're going to get into the um, what some of these other boxes are doing now. You got uh, Mauricio Herrera, um, 23-7 and seven now, and then Jesus Sotokar is at 28-12 and 12 now. Mm-hmm. Did they have enough money? Did they make enough money to really retire? Mm, probably not. Yeah. So, like, you know, we're gonna get in. Probably we're gonna get into not. the people who uh, retired. I don't know if you guys know, but we'll we'll touch on those later. But like, some of these guys, when they do have these losses on the record, they're not just fighting for just because they love it, man. They need these paychecks. Pay the rent. Yeah, gotta they got to pay the rent. Got to feed the fam. Exactly. Got to so. do the whole nine. Speaking about feeding and taking care of the fam, Raymundo Beltran. This is turning into a great story to me. Yeah. I, I, I love everything about it. A warrior. Definitely a warrior out there in the ring. He's fought some of the best, sparred with the best for sure. Um, and I like what he brings to the table. Now, I, I feel like the, his opponent, Brian Vasquez, didn't get enough credit at all. Oh, no. they. Um, I at thought they, all. I thought they, they under, I thought they undersold it. So, Brian Vasquez is one to see majority of a lot of fights. You know, I was just talking about it. And, of course, we watch so many fights that we can't really go over what exactly what it is and i was like when's the last good one-sided <coughs> fight that you saw so they had ray beltran the commentator if you listen to the commentators all the time you thought it was just a sweep and it was just basically pitching a shutout though it was a lot close closer mm-hmm. than what they gave him uh credit for brian vasquez really did come in there and do work he was not scared mm-hmm. he had good movement um he said he broke his hand in the sixth round and i thought it was i thought he was in the third round and he went Something six like, rounds or he went six right rounds over there so i think it was around the third fourth round and then he went the rest of the fights with a uh, rest of the fight with a hurt hand mm-hmm. he a lot of great movement on brian vasquez part and then uh so what do we always we always uh we always kind of look at what these guys records are so we had uh, ray beltran with 21 knockouts brian vasquez with 19 knockouts so yep. both these guys had power brian vasquez came out to he had so much energy late in the fight because you don't stand in the pocket and you fight with Ray Beltran, yeah. man. So it was a pretty even fight to my eyes. I can see a split. Close. I can see a, a close split decision. Maybe Ray had him by a few rounds, but not as not as far apart as especially the, the way that kind of Tim, the way that not Timothy Bradley, but uh, 
my man Teddy Alice kept making it out to be. He's turning into, I like, man, it sucks because I like Teddy Atlas, but I'm starting not to like him because he's such a company man. Does that make sense? I feel like he's not, either he's the getting only old, time, the only time or he's he not wasn't giving a, like, or he's not giving a biased opinion. The only time he's not a company man is when it came to this uh, Mayweather-McGregor thing. Like, that's the only time I can see him as really being like, eh, I don't, I don't see his comment. Even when they're supposed to though. sell the fight. Yeah, even when they're so... But I, like I can kind of see, maybe he's always been like that, but the fact that was it, we finally watched back-to-back weeks with fights on, and now almost back-to-back-to-back weeks mm-hmm. uh, on ESPN, um, we're able to see more and hear more of Teddy Atlas to kind of see where he is, man. Because, like, you know, you hear from him once every six months or something like That's that. True. You don't get too many ESPN well, fights. He, he, yeah, he quit training, so now... But now Golden Boy has been pretty good with throwing these fights on every Friday. Oh, is that right? Is that right? Yeah. Under the right under the right name? Cause no, I know he we has. Have... It's ESPN's been doing horrible at broadcasting. As and they've been, always. And, they've been, and Golden Boy's lineups haven't been very good either. No yeah, good but... headline fights. How are you the world leader in sports and you can't get the name right? We didn't even record. We didn't well, even re- for one, there's no way they're the world leader in sports over Sky Sports. But we're talking about the free world, of course, which is <laughs> USA, baby. But there's no way they're the, they're the leader in sports over Sky Sports. 100% on that. 100%. I just don't understand Sky how, Sports got like eight stations. I don't understand how if I press record on ESPN, I'm watching a Hall of Fame speech. Jerry Jones I'm watching Jerry you already know I'm a Redskins fan. You know I can't stand the Cowboys. Man. And then when you so, got like, recording, so, so I got when so you got, you, got me re, you got me recording Jerry Jones, just so I could watch on YouTube what happened with this Lomachenko fight. Let's get back to Beltran. What's next for this man? He got the win. We know what he's fighting for. He's fighting for his freedom. Yeah, man. He's literally fighting for it. The green card bat story is one of the things that's making his story just great because mm-hmm. you can, he say you know he's going to be deported unless he's at a. Unless he's an icon in yep. a sporting event or something like that, so he has to keep winning. So hey, he's if, got my he's got my support, a hundred percent. I like it. Yeah, I think it's a with, good story. But with your president, man, I don't know, man. He <laughs> he, he likes get Mexicans. Rid of, it's the Muslims. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, as long as this fool don't start praying towards Mecca, we're good. You know? Oh man, it's cool, right? You know what I'm saying? Oh. He gave yeah, him a second so, job building the wall. You know. So, um, Ray Beltran, he forced a lot of the action. He was wearing Brian Vasquez down. Ended up winning by unanimous decision. So, oh, he got, got the, hurt in that last round. Yeah, he got hurt in that last round and wobbled to his corner after the end of that fight. That's why Vasquez and his team thought they won it. Yeah, so that was only, that was only Vasquez's third loss, man. What's next for Ray Beltran at the lightweight one thirty five? One forty, man. He's at one forty. Well, no, that that, that was at one thirty-five, okay. man. So, he was so he's praying that uh, he Mikey gets... Garcia doesn't come around or just yeah, get, yeah. gets a tune-up fight. But mm. dead serious, no. Like you asked, what is next for him? Um, well, unfortunately, I. <sighs> you, you want me to look and see what's out there? Maybe uh, Robert Easter Jr. would be a good, entertaining fight for him. I don't think he could win it. Who else so is 135? We're, we're, so we're trying to keep him in this country, not get him kicked out. So he goes against he goes against Mikey Garcia, Robert Easter, or any one of those. You you got Dennis Shafikov. Um That's actually a good fight for him. Dennis Shafikov would be a good fight to prove whether. Yeah, Anthony Krola. That'd be a, Anthony Krola got a fight coming up. Teaching in. Mm, that'd be a good Javier fight Fortuna, for him too. Richard Cormay. Those are good names right there. Hey man, um, even, <coughs> I want Richard Cormay. That's the fight I want right there. That's the name I want because those are going to be two styles as guaranteed action-packed. JB Smooth, baby. Now, that's the one I want. Felix Verdejo. 
Science is a good one. If he's, if kinda, he's he'll he'll be, as long as he's gonna ride a bike to the event, he'll be he'll be fighting kind of like from the outside, kind of like Brian Vasquez was. So it'll kind of be the same. Same thing, maybe. Same thing as what we watch. So I want Richard Comey. Richard Comey is what you want. Make it happen. All right, man. I'll talk to my people and I'll talk to my people and I'll see what we Make can do. Make it happen. Get out on the phone right now. Get them on the phone. Now let's talk about. Do you believe in art? Yes. Do you believe yes. in poetry? So, so look. So, um, do you believe in beauty? So, my man Lo, you, you and my, you're my friend, my coach, my trainer. He at, was once my stunt double. He was once your stunt double in high school. <laughs> so, uh, one of the things is he's he's actually pretty strong. For, he's really strong for his size, actually, though. But um, he said he's proof that Manny Pacquiao did not do PEDs. No, he's not. Because Lo, he's pretty strong, so he might do PEDs too. <laughs> no, uh, one of the things that he says, he's like, even if I'm not the strongest, when it comes to lifting these weights and moving this, he was like, I'm going to make art when I do it. So when I've seen now. Did he really granted, say that quote? No, he, no, he really has. Write he, that, he really, he, write he that said down, that. everybody. He, he actually says that. And then so if you ever seen him lift and like when he shows his videos or what he does, yo, it's beautiful watching mm-hmm. this man lift. Like I sit there and I'm like, and I'm pretty strong. But what he does, he makes it look so smooth and so effortless. It's really, like, he says this almost See, every day. He's like, I make art out here. If you're here. not gay, you are turning into a hot chick. Hey. <laughs> they actually called me that today. He was like, man, you're going to have one of these RCF, uh, she said, what did he say to me today? He said, you're going to have one of those uh, CrossFit girls' bodies, man, just big chest and all skinny waist and stuff like that. But I'm going to text him later and tell him what I said. <laughs> No, but anyway, back to the subject, man. Like, when he lifts, he makes art. It's beautiful watching what he does out there. No homo. And then you're going to segue in that to Vasil Lomachenko. I already and know the way, And going. the way that he boxes, man. Beauty. It's gorgeous. It's, it's, it's beautiful, man. It's really gorgeous. It, it really literally, gorgeous. it's like... It, it, it's like if I saw a painting so beautiful, it brought a tear to my eye. Yeah. That's like watching this man box. The angles he has. For someone to hide behind your hands that's blocking your face to find the next punch is amazing to me. And those are some of those little small details that the casual fan definitely doesn't see. The aficionado sometimes can overlook that one because you're so in awe by the way he just does it. Like It's poetry. This is like... The, the closest thing I can say to this that I've seen in my lifetime is going to be Michael Jordan. As far as for just, just beauty. Just beauty of how it's... Yeah, and your... The finesse. And then see, the thing is, I'm not getting caught up in the great white hype. He is... He was great. He, they, he's, they, yeah. they were talking about oh, yeah. how he's considered now, one of the all-time now, greatest now, amateurs. At, not, not 395 and one. I'm not putting him number one record. yet on the pound for pound. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just talking he's watching barely, this man He's fight. barely cracking top five mm-hmm. for me. He's at five, Now, maybe can he six. do that in the ring with like a Mikey Garcia? That's another a, a rigging though to be that beautiful emotion. So we don't we're, we're, we'll get we'll get to we'll get to that we'll get to that in a mm-hmm. second. Uh, Lomachenko walked into his eight and one six knockouts, only lost to Orlando Salido. We have covered this guy many many times or whatever, and we just talked about him being pound for pound. It's I don't think there was anybody with any better movement in the ring besides I. Besides Rigando, and so this is one of the things. That so like when I was watching this, when I was watching this fight, um, his opponents have a seventeen percent hit rate against this guy. Wow, he's number two. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Behind Guillermo Rigando. That's cr- well, I don't know about that one. No, it, no, oh, it was proven. The, no, that's the actual. No, stat that's number. the actual fact. That's wow. The actual, yeah. 
Wow. So nobody gets hit less Damn. than Guillermo Rigondeau and Vasil Lomachenko. So this could be a bunch of like strikeout fights. So we can watch them fight and possibly 10 punches landed per round. Hey, if combined. <laughs> combined. Combined. So it's no um, way. No way. Somebody would have to get raw. So when it but the thing is when those connects does happen, one thing I noticed from Lomachenko when he realizes he's got hit a pretty good time, he um he claps both of his gloves together when it gets to him. And that's the one thing that I really saw. He was just like Kind of like he took offense to you hitting me. I know that we're in the hurt business. And he's like, did you really just punch me? Don't you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Don't don't you ever put your hands <laughs> like on Damon me, Damon Wayans. Right yeah, there, no, right? for, yeah. It, no, really, really, yep. real talk, though. So yep. Lomachenko, uh, if you guys haven't seen him, you guys are, if anybody hasn't seen him, you're really missing out. I'm pretty sure anybody who is listening to it under the sound of my voice has watched this guy and watched what he does. Like MMA if you're, fighters know about this guy because Rogan talks about this dude so lock so so much because of how good he looks in the ring. Yeah. So this is third I mean, professional fight won a title. Who he he uh who did who did he spar with? TJ Dilla or something like that? Dillashaw, whatever his uh, name is. You're, Lomachenko. you're the MMA guy. TJ Dillashaw, that's the name of the guy. Yeah, so now it. I'm the efficient out on two sports. That's fine. I'll carry the load. <laughs> now a lot of people give him stuff over fighting Mariaga, uh Miguel there, but but I mean, he made the dude. They quit. Right? It, we talk, we said it beforehand. Um, this was sending lamps to a slaughter. He was gun shy. His corner was demoralized, mm-hmm. and Miguel Mariaga was twenty five and two with twenty one knockouts. Known for exciting fights, now he's known for exciting beatdowns. It, it, but at the same time, I can't even say it's a long. Li- he fall into the long list because it's not a long list. He's now, only he's only. Vasil Lomachenko people. says he judges his fights based on how he looks after the fight. You think he was mad after this one? He had to be mad because right? it was funny. Is like I actually saw it after the fight before I got to watch it because I was out of com- I was out of commission. <coughs> mm-hmm. But um, but his face looked like it was because of the headbutt. You yep. know, Lomachenko's a southpaw, so when you naturally fight an orthodox fighter, you know, foot gets stepped on, you get close. Uh, you get headbutts happen, you do get clashed. So that was one of the reasons why, you know, he was a little bit swollen. Mm-hmm. It looked like he was in a fight, even though he wasn't. No. So. No. Not at all. Now, he was getting a lot of stuff over fighting Mariaga, but what would you prefer to see? Him do like the Keith Thurman way, not be busy at all, or stay busy and fight like how him, like Triple G does. The two boy band guys do the same thing. Trying to fight three, four times a year, or only fight once to two times a year for the biggest fight possible. Because I don't think you're making more money than the other. So, I think it's a lose-lose situation for him. Because either way, we're gonna, either way, we're gonna doodle on him. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't fight, if he doesn't fight, you know, he's not gonna fall out of the spotlight. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't fight, I'm like, come on, man, hurry up and get your. Fight I love done. his personality too. But man. Uh, yeah, me too. But at the same time, if he does take a whole bunch of tomato cans, which most of these guys will be taxi like, drivers, uh, taxi drivers. We're gonna give we're gonna give him crap just because of that. It's like, man, once you fight Dude, somebody you real, so America me personally, me personally, I would like to see him fight a whole bunch of fights in between because you know what, Canelo mm. Alvarez, um, stay busy. You know, st- stay busy. G. You know, you you stay ha- busy. had that record because one of the hey, one of the biggest knocks we were not. Has anybody even... seen the Eris Landy Laura sightings anytime recently? No. Who? Exactly. So um, the reason why we are putting him in five, like if he's five. It's because of how good he is and how he's top five, power for yeah, power. yeah. But who do we have ahead of him? We have Andre Ward, we have Terrence Crawford, we have Canelo, we have Triple G. All these guys have thirty wins under the record. Yep. So due to I, that, I, would, I, I as much as even if I think he's better to watch for me, a boxing purist, but I I cannot put him above any of those names you just mentioned at all. This at is all. this was his tenth fight. 
at all. And that's the reason. And that's no the only reason arguments, why. There's no debates. That he's who he is. but And he's the man. But 10 fights is can't get you any, anything higher than that. So, I honestly, I think he should be a lot busier just because he's going to need to pad that record. Like so, that, even, like if that. It, even if he was, I mean, we're going to, if you're going to get doodled on, just make a couple of paychecks. And then the thing is, he's not going <laughs> to. You say get doodled on? If he's going to get doodled on, man, because, you know, we're. You know, just like the media does, the media doesn't, and I'm not going to consider us the media because yeah. I we're just like not you yet. said, we're pe- we're pe- we're purists though. Like not we're going to give you our real general perspective, uh, and we're going to give you how- pure heart in the ring, but not in the bedroom. <laughs> no, but um, a lot of people will say you haven't fought nobody, and then at the same time, it's just like you're not busy enough. So just like Ares Randy, Ares Randy Laura, who Ares Randy Laura. Ain't seen him in a while. Is he, did really, he retire too? Nah, he didn't retire. He didn't retire. He's still out there, but you know he has gotten hosed a couple of times. Now make sure you download that Squared Circle app. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. It's your number one spot. Just check it out. You're gonna love it. We're the only only exclusive KTFO section. Only place got every fight of the year from 1961 to today. Now, one of the things you want to do also is hit up Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. Now, my man had a very inter- interactive moment on this page when. We posted a great thing. Who does Lomachenko fight next? Yeah, who does? Uh, if you go to our Facebook page, it's um, it gave a list of three options of who Lomachenko should fight first. I think and me and you agree on the same one. Yeah, we sure do. So, um, it was Javante Gear, Davis. It was Javante Davis, Guillermo Rigondeau, and Mike. Mikey Garcia. And then so usually. You know, I ignore. Well, we don't ignore. We actually get back to everybody as soon as possible, as soon as we can. Mm-hmm. But we did have some interactions with this, and then uh, some good options too. Some good options. Everybody has some good valid points. We're going with Guillermo Rigondeau still. We're going with Rigondeau, but so, I wouldn't mind to see Javante Davis in there. I don't think he's ready, but I do want to see what he's boys made of. But I want Rigondeau. Rigondeau's who we want. That's what we need to see. We need to get this done. We said Rig- we said Rigando before mm-hmm. before this before was even an any, option. before even this was an option just mm-hmm. for the simple fact that um, based on Nate, just we, on Lomachenko based, based on Lomachenko alone. So Lomachenko um, Lomachenko was called out by Polinaji. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was uh, Pauli Polinaji quit the May- the McGregor. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to jump into this. He quit the May- the McGregor corner because of everything that they've uh, they've encountered, and so after he left there, but. Uh, one of the first things is Vitaly Lomachenko did. He called out. He was like, "Hey, you looking for a sparring partner here? I'm here to do it." But at the same time, is he did that through Twitter, mm-hmm. which who Guillermo Rigondeau has been killing. Bro. Yeah, I swear now, this guy's getting more than 140 characters. He's got to be using a translator on his keyboard. Yeah, has to be because we know this man does not want to speak any English, or at least he's just quietly learning. And nobody knows. That's for sure. Yeah, but so. I love the way he's going in on him. I love his way he's going in on him. That's for sure. Now, what the thing is, why, especially through Twitter, why would you ask for to be a sparring partner with Conor McGregor, which you're not get, which you're going to get paid for, but yeah. you're not going to get paid for? Yep. Then overstep uh, Guillermo Rigondeau. Is Guillermo Rigondeau that dangerous? Hey, he said sparring partner, bro. He ain't say fight. He ain't overstepping him. He there's said he's reason, sparring. There's Maybe a he why. wants Conor to spar, to help him spar for Rigondeau. There's a, you're not gonna get caught. Conor McGregor's gonna have Maybe the tactics it will to let do it. McGregor know you shouldn't be there with Floyd. I bet you Paul Manaji showed him he shouldn't be there with Floyd. Let's talk about that. Let's go ahead and go into this here real quick from Lomachenko because we we know how high tech my man is. Let's go into May Mac real quick because Paul Manaji quit being the sparring partner for McGregor, right? Yeah. Now, do you believe that he, 
Polly is true with what he said when he says he beat the brakes off him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you think that video will ever emerge? Eventually, afterwards. Eventually, right? After the fights? Yeah. Because yeah. think about it. Now it's 2017. I, I would be. Let's, I'm let's, already let's, heated that I didn't get a bootleg, a good, a good pirated copy of Guardians of the Galaxy two before it digitally released. Now, you honestly, better have this fight. I'm released. not a. Gr- I'm not a grimy dude, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I said kind of, but if I have, if I had a tape of Polly Malinaji giving Conor McGregor work, beat me. I'm ca- I'm calling Floyd right away. I'm like, look, man. I got this tape of Polly Malinaji giving McGregor to work. You want to sell tickets to this fight? I need a hundred grand for me to keep this on hush until after this fight because that'll ruin. It's, the ticket sales already aren't there. I'm that glad you really said that because I had no idea where you were going. I, <laughs> not where I thought you were going. I'm glad I did. I, I'm, once, I'm once glad I didn't interrupt. Where'd you think I was going? Man? I thought you were going to offer him to sell it to him for tactical reasons. But I would say because Floyd never watched his tape. Oh, he never. No, 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 never no. Never watched his tape. No, no. I'm saying I'm ruining your ticket sales even more because if yep. if tape surfaces that Polly Malignaggi is killing, who we've seen Adrian Broner beat the hell up. He didn't beat we, him up. It was a close. Fight. Come on, man. It was a close. Come on, man. It was. A he close took his fight, belt man. and he took his girl. That wasn't even his girl, bro. <laughs> he, he never once introduced Whoa, that Polly, girl to his Whoa, Polly, when did mama. you come to Square Circle 101? I didn't. I thought hey, Sonny Ill was over look, here. Look, man. Look, I'm gonna tell you right now. Is it? Don't don't you go there, bro? Because. Uh, it's my pie song. But my man did not get his butt whooped by boner. Hey, you know man, man, listen. listen. And, and, hey, why are you, and why are you bragging why about you, sloppy why, why seconds? You, hey, listen. Why listen. are you bragging about sloppy why seconds? Why are you so mad for your man? Am I talking about... Why, why are you but, taking such a personal he did not beat him down. Because <laughs> <laughs> he did not beat him down. Hey, yo, you Watch guys. Of course, I'm going to my man, My man, Sonny Ill over there. He's a little hurt, man. Like somebody took his girl. Hurt, man. Did you have flashbacks, look, man? Look, man. Look, I, I tell you like I tell everybody. If you think your game is strong enough, go ahead and try. I guarantee you ain't going to take her. And then don't call me to give it back if you do. Because I ain't taking it. <laughs> Oh, you know what I'm saying? And I'll why tell are you, you so hurt? You want a hug? Oh, bro. That you want a hug? Why are you mad? <laughs> even the judges saw it as a close fight. Let's move forward over here. Why are you always oh, trying to wanna, change the you subject? Wanna, now, you, now you want to move forward? Look, man. Everybody knows that I, I'm very, very rarely wrong when it comes to boxing, especially when it comes to boxing history, if anything. Uh, so let's go ahead and let's, let's, let's just keep this relevant, <laughs> my man, over here. Polly Malati. Quit being the sparring partner because he was beating the brakes off of McGregor, just like he held his own against Adrian Boner for the for the for the record. Are you in Magic Man related, man? Because that's probably. the only way you could be. That's the only way you could be taking his defense this hard, man. We like probably you are. Uh, we probably are. We most likely are. You know what I'm saying? It, look, I just hope you come to my defense that hard when I'm not around, man. It's I do. Like, I do. Good. I do. Man. I do. I'm like, yeah, he stuck out the window. Yeah, he didn't call you, and? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, now, hey, now let's you, talk man. about your I man. Really do. Let's talk about your boy, Stephen A. First of all, I'm, it's not my boy. No, watch your mouth. It's, it's, watch, watch, watch how you talk <laughs> to not, me. Watch Stephen how you talk A got the exclusive interview with Bayweather again. Which we tried to watch, and you walked out about three minutes in. That's how I felt about it, though. Because, like, he made a statement about, like, trying to say McGregor didn't deserve to be in the boxing ring. You didn't deserve to interview Floyd in the boxing ring. Teddy Atlas deserved to interview Floyd more than you do. That's for sure. We just know it would have been a crap interview even worse if Teddy did it. You know what I'm saying? It would have been. No, actually, tell you the truth. It, um, I'll tell you how I felt about that. One, you know, should have interviewed him. Your boy, Monty Jones. 
Bomani Jones, nah, I don't think Bomani would have said for that. But honestly, entertaining-wise, Teddy Atlas would have been a better because he would have talked about how garbage this fight would have been or he, how he shouldn't be in there. He belongs. But you know who Stephen A. Sh- Stephen A. Smith should have interviewed Conor McGregor. That would have been a better right. So because the thing is, when it when it comes to when it comes to somebody who you're a professional have a professional relationship with, you're not going. Nah, Stephen A. would have told them that you don't deserve to be in the ring. Tell me why you do. Exactly. I like that. I like that a lot. The same thing is you're interviewing your boy Floyd Mayweather, that who you're cool and you're close. You're not going to cross. You're not going to. You're not going to cross those lines because you're boy. So it's um. So I thought he would have been better off uh, interviewing Conor McGregor because. You, and honestly, you're back to here now. You, you, I'm back to I'm here. Oh, back. Okay, you're back you know, in the will. You know what I'm saying? You just call me a sour patch kid, you know man. Yeah, Sometimes you, I'm sweet. Sometimes you're not. Sour or whatever. With however that slogan goes. Yeah, that's how it is, man. Look, man, I've been in this game for years, man. It made me an animal. Ah, <laughs> real man, Daniel. I got you. I got you. I got you. Now, another great article I thought was a little meme you posted. Speaking of Mayweather here. Oh wait, before we get into that, one of the things I noticed that first take a couple weeks ago, or last week. Max Kellerman said something was going to come out of Mayweather's camp to try to help sell this fight, whether he got hurt in sparring or slowed down. And This is where your pop's wisdom comes in, right? That's right, because uh, Mayweather says, uh, what did he say? He said, well, on paper, he's bigger than me. Yeah. He's older than me. Yeah. You know I mean? He's taller than me. Yeah. And he even said, I, I slipped a little bit. I'm 40. Yeah. Yeah. So was Canelo. Yeah, so was Canelo, <laughs> right? So, and that's the first thing I thought when I was like, Canelo was bigger. Canelo was just as fast. Canelo had power. More power. More power. And been doing this since he was 13. And that was the last time I've seen Mayweather dominate that much fashion. In the middle of the in ring. In the middle of the ring. The middle so of the don't, ring. So don't try to don't try to sell us. Man, we're going to watch it. We're yeah. not going to pay for it. But we're going to watch it. So he puts his 49 and 0 on the line. There was a good meme you showed me. Whose O's got to go first? The first out of the ones to choose from, we had Mayweather. No, it wasn't Mayweather. Who, who it was, was it? It was, it was Andre, Andre Ward, Ward, Terrence Crawford, Triple G, uh, Triple G, Keith Thurman, and Keith Thurman. Now we both agreed on one maybe. So, and when I first originally saw this article, that one that we posted to our uh, page, I like to go when in, when every time it's an intriguing debate, I go to the comments section because that's where the real fights happen, man. That's right. <laughs> Most of the comments fights are better than the fights that's in the ring. America or the people who are commenting on it. I don't know if they finally started watching boxing because of all the publicity that everything has had, but a lot of people had. It's what, professional. Uh, I'm sorry, it's That's on okay. vibrate. It's it on better vibrate. be a girl. I don't know who it is, man. It's it's unlisted number, but at the same time, definitely a girl. <laughs> at the same time, they had um, Triple G being the first person's always got to go. That's because. And that's only because now. If all these guys had an important fight coming up at the same time, my pick would have been Keith Thurman. Right, me too. Me my too. pick, my pick would have been Keith Thurman. I'm done 100 that he could beat Earl Spence. I don't know why we're not talking about this fight being possibly made yet. I'm really disappointed. It, it it's and not you talks watched, right now. And speaking of Earl Spence, you watched the uh, the this oh, interview that I sent with interview. you at uh, the Breakfast Club. Great interview with him and Charlemagne the Dodd. Um, what is Charlemagne? Yeah, we'll, get, we'll get it. We'll get into that, man. We'll we'll, into let's that finish one. it. That, that's so, on. That's on the show too. That's on, so, the, that's on the website. I'm if you guys, uh, Square Circle 101, I mean, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101, find our page. Tell us, comment under that, whose O do you think has to go? So we have Keith Thurman 
but that's because only because he, he has, has no, no fight, so he's fine. I've and I've been saying for a couple of years that so he's recovering the shoulder. Yeah, that's God. why. That's why I've been saying for a couple of years that Canelo will beat Triple mm-hmm. G, and that's where I see the first person who's always got to go. Terrence mm-hmm. Crawford, we have him, and Andre Ward. Mm-hmm. Andre Ward got all of his competition out the way. That's right. In in gl- glorious fashion, Terrence Crawford Dominating is just fashion. Terrence Crawford is just nobody more dominant, uh, orthodox or southpaw is what he does, but then. Triple G has the most dangerous opponent right now. Right now, yeah, Canelo. And I'm still on the fence with this. As of today, I would pick Canelo as of right this second. But I, I don't know. That 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 could change. That it could, could change. change. You know what? In, I, I got some things that I want to say about this Canelo-Triple G fight, but I got to hold off onto it until fight week just because— You mean in 37 days— Three hours and ten minutes is when we're gonna talk about this. Cause in thirty-eight days, ten minutes <laughs> is when the fight actually happens. Yes, that's exactly that's exactly what I'm talking about. I, I can't. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to it because I had a lot of time to mold over this. And you know what, man? Even before this show, we started doing this, man. Just you, you've known, you've known. Hey, old man, we know boxing at this. Yeah. We know we know a lot of boxing. We know exactly what's going on. Uh, I appreciate all my mans who went to the bachelor party last week when we went to Vegas because we got a new couple listeners from that who found out that I was doing a show, man. And, even has, and some even existing some, ones. Huh? And some existing ones. And some existing ones, man. So it was great to who hear Who believes everybody. that Charlo... We'll actually beat, beat Daniel, Daniel Jacobs. Jacobs, which we discussed and we hey, went over that. Hey, but I'm gonna learn you. I'm gonna learn you right now. I'm gonna learn you right now. <laughs> learn them. Charlo's capable of beating Daniel Jacobs, but if they fought today or next, it's not gonna happen. And will they put him in the ring next with Daniel Jacobs? It's not gonna happen. Will Charlo ever get at risk against Daniel Jacobs? Maybe another two years. You heard it first. That's right. So, but but the thing is, man, we. We've been in this game, but we know we know a lot about this man, and we see it happen. And we not only do we know the tech, the tactics part, but we know the politics of this man. So we know and, exactly how this is. Uh, and and is we can guarantee go. another perspective is too, because one thing is we're not fight nerds. We're not just we're not just boxing nerds who love the sport, who are at odd with the sport, who cannot participate in the sport, who've never laced up, who's never received a punch, who's never given a punch. I have. Laced up, and I've fought grown men when I was not a grown man. This is not something I have never seen before or have never done, and I've been around the greats and best. I'm honestly think, thought about going about the boxing practices right after the show, man. Hey, Jay, and I was mentioning that for you, too, because you've been around the greats and best yeah, since you met me. For real. That's right. Now, talk about holding on to something. I don't think Amir Khan held on to his lady. You're going to bring this up now. I'm going to bring this up right now <laughs> because it didn't make boss up for whatever reason. But there are rumors that Anthony Joshua destroyed Amir Khan's wife. Well, when you go from a welterweight to a heavyweight, <laughs> yeah, you're going to destroy now, somebody's <laughs> wife. <laughs> yeah, do you see? That's literally 100 pounds, baby. I don't know if you can handle that. Oh man. oh man! Now, do you uh. think this is like the worst possible nightmare for an Arabic British? Like, you can do whatever you want when you leave me. Just not the big black dude, and not literally the biggest black dude the on the planet. The biggest black dude besides the, the besides Deontay Wilder. On like, the literally, planet like, literally, Earth. You, on the flat you remember, Earth. You remember, there was a time where being a heavyweight champion, you were considered the baddest man on the planet, man. So. Your last fight. Do you think women per- talk about 
yeah. dudes. Yeah, I don't even know what you're going to say. Yes. Yes. And, and yes, categorize them as like yes, welterweights, yes. lightweights, heavyweights. I don't know my weight class, but I know my class, period, right? man. So it's a. Uh, I got, yeah, a, I got a lot of heavyweight I, I got, division. <laughs> I got a lot of female friends, so he's, I've heard a lot his of the record dirt, is, man. His record is perfect. He stands just 18 and 0 with 18 knockouts. <laughs> I'm hitting with a left here, right? I had to I'm call. I'm gonna knock it out like I had to call night. it. I had to call it on myself. I couldn't last. <laughs> oh, man, I threw in the towel. <laughs> I threw in the towel. So, oh my goodness! This, this is here, turning. <laughs> this is turning one of the funnest shows possible. Uh, right, let's oh, get back to man. business. Hey, but real talk though, man. Like only oh. see, this is a sexist society we live in too, man. Only a woman can go from a welterweight to a heavyweight and not get judged, man. If a man went from a welterweight to a heavyweight, man, I'd clown you. Yeah, yeah, you'd be the talk. <laughs> you'd definitely be the talk of the town, that's for sure. Now, let's get back to some real boxing. Now, his name wasn't mentioned on the list, and I'm surprised of whose O's got to go. Probably because you can only fit four in a mean. But he recently got moved up to ring.com, pound for pound list number nine. Do you put Mikey Garcia in the top ten pound for pound list? Off the top of my head, I'm going to say yes. Really? Yes. Rip. Search uh, off, right. Off the top of my head, I say yes, man. So, but at the same time, I know who my top five are. Okay. My bot. So my we got the let's six go through ten. Let's know who's number six. Might have to go Errol Spence. Okay, we'll take that. Number so, six. and this is who? no this is no particular order, ladies and gentlemen, man. So this is this is off this the top is li- right now. This is literally off the top. So, who's your number seven? Number seven. Let's see. Okay, can I just give you uh, not? How about not in order? How about not in order? I'm just going to give you six other people. Okay. I'm just going. I'm going to give you the six through ten. So real quick, number one, Andre Ward. Number two, Terrence Crawford. Number three, uh, Canelo Alvarez. Over Triple G. Yes. I, I disagree, but okay. You, we'll say Triple G. Number list. four, number yep. five, Vasily Lomachenko. Vasily Lomachenko. Number six, Earl Spence. Earl Spence. Okay, well. I will go Earl Spence. Number seven. And my pound for pound is. Literally going to be based off of who can beat them in anywhere or around there. So, um, it's I might have to throw both heavyweights in there when it comes to Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua in there, just because I don't think nobody. So as of right now, you have one last spot, and you're not going to put Sergey Kovalev or Donna Stevenson, or you're not going to put Sergey Kovalev. I thought about I thought about Sergey Kovalev. I would put him at nine at least, maybe uh, ten. What did I say? What did I say? No, that's three. That's three spots. You got Earl Spence. Earl Spence. Two heavyweights. Two heavyweights, and I got two more spots, homeboy. Okay, okay. Yeah, give me. Yeah, I was like, what's oh, so that math? Sergey Kovalev in there. I'll, I'll put Sergey Kovalev. Okay, okay. I'll put Sergey Kovalev. Number in ten. There. And then I'll throw Mikey Garcia in number ten. Get Earl Spence and Mikey Garcia out of there, and get those heavyweights out of there too, maybe, because I would throw Keith Thurman in that top town for ten. I don't think Keith Thurman can survive his own weight class anymore, man. He's like, let, let got more titles than anybody else he's right now. He's got more titles than anybody else. Let, let, let him fight Sean Porter again. He beat let him, him again. Let him fight Sean Porter He'll again. He'll beat him again. He'll beat him again. You were wrong last time. I um, was wrong last time. And you'll we be were, wrong Listen, this listen. Time. I was wrong because okay. I went against Danny Garcia, which I should have known. Okay. I'm but a, Dan, Danny Garcia is just. I'm going to school you real quick on this one. Go ahead. You were right with Carl Frampton and, Lee, and uh, Leo Santa Cruz the second time. Yeah, because Leo Santa Cruz has the, the ability. Fight that he should have. He fought. has the ability to change his style up and attack it at a different perspective, different angle. Sean Porter does not have that ability. He's going to fight you one style. He's going to come forward mm-hmm. or go in and out against a guy like Keith Thurman. 
You cannot go you know in what I and wanted out. To see? You know, and not even go against you, but you know what I thought of, what I wanted to see a couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. I want to see Keith Thurman versus Luca, Lucas Matisse. Oh, me too. See, because to me, they fight kind of the same. Keith Thurman fights off his back foot. And when he fights somebody who he knows is of competition, Mm -hmm. he takes his foot off the pedal and he's Mm -hmm. more more tactical. But Danny Garcia doesn't have the power Lucas Matisse has. Even though he beat the brakes off him. Yeah. He, he beat the brakes off him. Man, that, that that's still, oh, he, that made me, that made me that so boy, bad. But, but they say with Styles make fights. I think him right. going against uh, Keith Thurman would be something different. So I'm not giving Keith Thurman that. Uh, I don't that know nod, if I can put Mikey Garcia or Errol Spence both in the top 10. I One of them may you don't deserve. Give the na- you don't give the name the truth for no reason. One of them may deserve the spot, but he's got one good win, a big win over Kell Brook, and that's really it. So because of that, I, can't, I don't know if I can put him in the top 10 versus Mikey Garcia has dominated in multiple weight classes. Wait a minute, but how are you going to do that when you got you got Vasil Lomachenko in top five and he only has no notable wins? She's beautiful. It's poetry motion because the skill yeah. and talent's there. And you don't think the skill and talent's there with Errol Spence? Come on, don't be an oxymoron. I know you don't know he what that has means. Not, it's not just a schoolboy Q album. It, okay, Vasil Lomachenko, if he was 147 pounds, see, you think Errol Spence could beat him? Probably. What? Yeah. Earl, look, listen, okay, listen, okay, listen, okay. Listen, what, what, uh, no, no, what? Okay. you're talking about somebody who's, se- that's going to be 17 no, pounds bigger. You're right, you're right. He has yes. the possibility to beat him. Yeah. I'll give him that. But he will not beat him, that's for sure. Probably not. Mm-hmm. We don't know that he, if he not. moves up to if he moves up to welterweight, we'll see. Time will be against everybody on that one. There's no way Earl Spence can beat Vasil Lomachenko. Mm, it's easy no to way. say. No you just neither here nor there. But we're gonna That's see once it comes out, though. Now, in case you what? forgot, Miguel Cotto's fighting. <laughs> Anybody know about and this one? And Sonny Liston's here. <laughs> <laughs> he's fighting Miguel. Miguel Cotto's fighting. Uh, he's fighting a uh, 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 Shirashi Komagai, right? A uh, Yoshiro Komagai. Yoshiro Komagai. So that should be a good, entertaining fight for Puerto Rican fans. On August 26th, believe it or not, the fight I'll probably watch on my phone while I'm at a uh, event where everybody's uh, you know paid for that hundred dollar pay per view. You know what? I'm gonna make sure. Like, if we plan, if we were gonna watch that, fight, if we we're gonna watch the Mayweather McGregor fight, I'm gonna make sure somebody records a, a Miguel Cotto fight. Well, and while everybody while everybody's drunk, we can sit by ourselves and, and watch, watch it. it yeah, <laughs> so. I like that. I like that idea. That's a good idea, right there. They'll be like, "What fight is this? Was this an undercards? No, no, this was at the same time. No." A lot of things happened here as we come out to a close for boxing. Um, get it right. Get, get, do your job, man. Get, I am doing do, my job. What's wrong with your fingers, man? They're too big, like the one in the middle. But <laughs> now let's talk about, as we come to a close and end of a, this beautiful power hour of pure entertainment we have given you, make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash squared circle. And don't forget to check out Legacy, PatriotsLegacy.com, which is for our wounded warriors. It's a, it's a site that you can go to support your troops. And as we close out, let's talk about Vladimir Klitschko calling in retirement. Eyes forward, son. Sorry, man. You got the wire on the background. This is one of my favorite scenes. He was I like, I don't know. He was like, when he got those cards. That's why they like, put Doctor Strange back on. <laughs> he said, well, I think these four fives beat those two pairs, man. <laughs> I got more four fives and nines than a deck of cards. Now. I got Lomachenko. seven Mac 11s, about eights, 38s, nine nines, 10 Mac 10s. This right. shit never ends. Now, we had three fighters call retirement. We spoke on one last week, whether it was Hall of Fame material or not, but he announced his retirement until this Officially. week. Officially. And that's my man, Timothy Bradley Jr. Cheer. Shout out to you. Uh, we went through your history last week, so we're not going to go too deep into it. I thought that was a great article, what he said about why he started retiring. Go ahead. Tell him why. Tell him why. So he was there watching. The Pacquiao Jeff Horn, Horn fight, fight and, and looked at his wife and said, Yo, I gotta talk to you later. I don't wanna go through this pain anymore. That's it. I'm done. I can't take it. I prefer this angle ringside. Cause it looks like he's probably gonna have a permanent job there with uh 
you know, with freaking uh, next to Teddy Atlas. They got good chemistry, obviously. So we'll see. But we also had uh, Vladimir Klitschko and Juan Manuel Marquez retire. Who do you want to talk about first? Who do you want to talk about first? I don't care. I want to talk about Marquez. Okay. I want to talk about Juan Manuel Marquez, who's got one of the most famous knockouts ever in boxing history today and for probably another 20 years. Right? Agree or disagree? Agree. And especially since it was in our lifetime, we was able to watch it and we'd seen the... Everything leading up to it. Everything leading up to it, the trilogy before Mm -hmm. that. So, I always debated that first two fights. (coughs) I think... I think Marquez won the first fight, lost the second fight. So this is this is just this is just how I. I'm talking about Pacquiao. I viewed, of no, no, I understand. But this is how I viewed it. So you had the first fight. You had Pacquiao knock him down three times. Mm-hmm. Was it three times? Two times. Two times. So first fight you and had Pacquiao. Fight. First time you had Pacquiao knock him down twice. That mm-hmm. ends in a draw. Yep. Second time you fight, he only knocks him down one. Pacquiao wins by one round. Yep. Third fight. You have a unanimous decision, and there was no knockdowns. And I thought, and honestly, I thought Marquez and won that fight. I was in. Now, most of the time, I'm watching Manny Pacquiao fights. I'm at my friend's house, who's Filipino, and so of course I'm. That's with your a whole boy, bunch Chris. Of, no, not not okay. Chris. It's uh my homegirl, uh, JoJo, okay. and uh, Joe. That I look over. So watching the third fight, I look over at Joe as soon as the fight's over, and he's just giving me the George shoulder shrug, like. I don't know who won this one. And so when Pacquiao got the nod, I was like, look, man. BS. Yeah, so. Now, I thought he lost that fight. I thought it was pretty clear. Let's, but let's go through his record real quick. If I can pull it up. One Manuel Marquez. He's had some great battles and warrants in there. Let's go. Um, I know he, I remember he had a great fight with, I want to say, Juan Baby Bull Diaz. Um, and this is before the Mayweather fight. Hold on. Give me a second. This is his fight is... at 130 pounds. That was a great matchup, too. As soon as my man Shooter could do his job, we'll be able to verify I'm if I'm correct or not. I believe he fought him twice. Then after the Mayweather fight, it seems when his career really started to have some big movement, even though that was a loss. So I gotta sit here and uh, go through. There we go. I typed that in. Uh, I, I I make sense. Huh? So, I think, uh, you type in Juan Manuel Marquez. Exactly. And Thirty it's a, names it's pop for up. For real, man. I so my bad. Hey, man, so you're talking about someone who's definitely Hall of Fame uh, qualified. Definitely man. Hall of Fame? So, Me too. So we got a split decision. Um, Let's go down to Mayweather and oh, a little no, no, bit under Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I lied, I lied, I lied. Wrong Marquez? Nope, I got him. Nope, 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 nope. Where are we at? So we got a Manny Pacquiao. We got Orlando Salido. Let's go down a little bit farther. Okay, yeah, okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's start at uh, Orlando Salido or Pacquiao then. That's where I was starting, and then you told me to go back. So we got a Manny Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. We got Orlando Salido. Nice. So we got Marco Antonio Barrera. Win or loss? That was a win. Right. Unanimous decision. Rocky, Rocky Juarez. Ooh. Um, that was we a got win. Uh, Joel Casamayor. That was a win. Manny Pacquiao. Loss. That was a loss. Juan Diaz. Win. That was an excellent fight. Yeah, a demolishment of his uh, <laughs> against Floyd Mayweather. Worked. Yep, Juan Diaz again. Great fight. So, another Manny Pacquiao. Yep. Another Manny Pacquiao. Got Timothy Bradley and Mike Alvarado. Yep, and uh, he beat the brakes off of Alvarado, and Marquez got worked by Timothy Bradley. Definitely a Hall of Fame career, I think. Um, okay. Found some good big names in there. 50, 56 and 7 Wait with 40 no, knockouts. Now, this is what I want to think about here now, maybe. 
do you think we could be saying he's Hall of Fame material because of that knockout alone? Because he's lost to Timothy Bradley. On paper, has who's more a, losses. Who's, who's only who's only had two losses, and that's to Manny Pacquiao. And he lost to Mayweather. Okay, undefeated who's his champion. Losses before that, though, because now you're at you got three, four losses that we, that's unaccounted for. Maybe he's not uh, Hall of Fame material. Uh, Chris John, who you're gonna know that I'm not. Yeah, you I know, know Chris. You, you know a Chris. Uh, Chris John, as of right now, Chris John is currently 48 and one oh, with 22 yeah. knockouts. I, I do know, know Chris John. Guy. I do know who he is. Okay, go scroll up. And so, last time that he fought was 2013. He's retired since. Yeah. Yep. So you have uh, uh, Freddie Norwood, who was 35 and 0. No, so, we ain't heard of him since. And in his first fight, when he caught in uh, Javier Duran. So. So three fights. So, so are we saying now that? He should be in the Hall of Fame strictly on a knockout. Is it possible? No, not just because of a knockout. Let me see. One. Because I don't think his wins really justify maybe because they're not big enough wins. Maybe he doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. So four out of his seven losses were to undefeated fighters. If we, we can throw out we can throw out the um we can throw out his first fight because they were both uh they were both, you know, debuting yeah. as a professionals. But three out of three fights out of those seven were against undefeated fighters, and not just any. Chris John was thirty six and zero. Uh, Freddie Norwood was thirty five and zero. So it's not like he fought nobody. He fought people mm-hmm. with undefeated records who know how to win. And then you go on top of that, you got Manny Pacquiao. You fought him three times. You lost to him three times. Beat Marco, Marco and Antonio got, Pereira. Yeah, and then you got Timothy Bradley. So so he came up short in most of his biggest fights. Majority of them. Maybe he's not. So does Zab Judah. I don't know. Maybe Zab's not a Hall of Fame material then. Nah, you know he is, man. I don't don't, don't even stomp, don't even stomach that. You know he well, is. Well, let's talk about a guaranteed Hall of Famer then, Vladimir Klitschko. Yeah. This is a guaranteed Hall of Famer, who calls it quits at the right time. Mm-hmm. I think all three of the fighters we just named, and even the one before that, Robert, um, your boy, uh, uh, the Ghost, what's his name? Robert Guerrero. Yeah. So that's four fighters who found the right time to definitely retire. Would you agree or disagree? I think they would, especially if they're good with, especially if they got their money straight and aligned. Man, looking at you is hurting my face, man. What are you, are you struggling, man? Is your I allergies am, really hot, killing? No, it's just hot in here, and it's my contacts. Hot? I'm sweating into my eyes. For real, man. Don't you have some? I got some eye drops over there. Well, man. grab them for me, because then I can talk about this rain right, the right there by the table. Now, I can talk about this rain that Vladimir. Klitschko. I'm glad that you like staring into my eyes. You walked right past it. Oh, you over here, you over here blinking like it's like you got Tourette's or something wrong with you, man. I don't. I'm holding back the curse words from the nonsense you're talking about. <laughs> man, get man, liquefy them eyes, man, because you're bothering me. You over here making me think you're hitting on me by winking all this time, man. It's like I'm a pretty girl from across the room. You're turning into a pretty girl, that's for sure, man, baby. Look, man, I don't want to fight you on top of this screen, man. Don't don't, don't 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 let Wait us in like don't YouTube let us in like this, man. Don't let YouTube don't end the show live. like this. Yeah, but you want you. Hurting <laughs> with your vagina sore. Anyways, Vladimir Klitschko. So you wrote he was hurting for a squirting? <laughs> My girlfriend oh. just feed the oh, card. She him. was oh for sure. For sure. Oh, I remember her hurting for a squirting. <laughs> oh, I can't uh, do this with you, man. Hey, man. Vladimir hurry Klitschko. Up, man. When was the last time you seen a fighter have a 20-year reign? Can we verify if I'm right? So, what is it? April 29, 2017 is when he fought Anthony Joshua. Yep. And November 16th, 1996 is his first his his first fight. 
21 years. This man dominated the sport for 21 years. You got it? You good? That's insane. No, I don't. I lost it years ago. But 21 years. 64 and 5, 53 knockouts. Think about how, when you turn 21, how smart do you think you really was now? Nowadays, when you look back. Well, they are doctors. Right? So. We're talking about one of them right now. But even though they are doctors, the biggest men on the planet you dominated for 21 years. Do you think there'll be another fighter that could dominate like this, that size? The only other one we can really compare him to is maybe, what's his record, by the way? Three losses? Do you not listen to me? I I, I tune in now. I literally just said it like two seconds ago. 64 and 5 with 53 knockouts. But when he loses, he loses four KOs, four KOs in those five knockouts. Now, but no, nobody's going to be able to ever reign, reign supreme like this again. No. Closest you know maybe Mayweather, but he didn't do it consistently. One of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite lines in uh, everybody in the black community has ever seen this movie. He got game. He's yep. like, what's in? And so when he's riding around the car uh, with Jesus, part of the black community. He's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, what's going to get you? Yep. The malt liquor, the women, mm-hmm. the drugs. The money, all, all that stuff will get to you. There's nobody, I don't, me personally, I hope it does because then it's beautiful for the yep. sport when it happens. But nobody's going to last that long with all these distractions. With social media, the way the things are going on now, the things that's going on, you're going to want to have fun. People throw you millions now, of dollars at your feet. Yep. At your feet, It's kind of hard not to have fun. Now, you heard about how Don King tried to bring him and his brother in and sign them to King uh, Promotions. And he got a fake piano that... Plays played already and try to act like he was playing the piano they cut onto that real quick and walked out on him so now just like how you said uh <clears throat> mayweather held the sport boxing hostage he held the heavyweight division hostage and may have possibly stole the sport from the casual boxing fan itself could have because i consider both of the brothers really boring oh, vitali was a way better boxer mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and he was more and more action-packed but uh vladimir yeah he not he, as entertaining he, to watch, not, for, yeah, but talk about going out on a high horse. Man, he sure did, man. Between he went out on what is possibly one of the best heavyweight fights I've ever seen. That was followed by one of the worst heavyweights fight that you ever seen with Tyson Fury. So, right? so yes. So you went from the lowest lows record. to the highest highs. So, but this was Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, Brian Jennings. Those were his last three fights. Not bad. That's not bad, man. Not bad wins at all. Doctor Steelhammer. Doctor Steelhammer, his name in the ring and the bedroom. Yep, we congratulate you, man. Hey, and yo, a man. salute to you, sir. And so, a salute to you. Now, make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101. And I'm dying for some Twitter trolls, please, at Talking Smack 101. I hope you're all hype about this as I am now that we feel good. And I hope you had some fun during this pure hour, pure power hour of entertainment with me and my man Shooter. What was that quote again about momentum and her, his mistress? Momentum is a cruel mistress. She can change on the drop of a dime by a simple mistake. BBC. Brons be crazy. You know what I'm <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say right there. So make sure you get the momentum like we got. And keep that engine burning. Keep that fire running. And go get it. Because the champ is here. We will see y'all next week. See ya.